Hi, hi, friends. Do you struggle to know when to eat? Are you confused about if you should be doing intermittent fasting or maybe not eating late at night or maybe snacking is for you? If you're wondering about the when of when to eat, today's episode is perfect for you. We're going to continue to explore the yoga of food, and this is part two, and we're going to talk all about how to hear what your body has to tell you. So let's go ahead and dive into this episode. Hi, hi, friends. My name is Tammy, and I am a dietitian, nutritionist, and yoga teacher, and this is my podcast where I bring you life lessons from the yoga mat. I'm going to help you simplify your health and wellness journey so that you can live the life you've always wanted. I'll show you how, when you take action and do things that are good for you, often you find things that are really awesome in return, kind of like when you find chocolate on your yoga mat. Hi, hi, friends. Welcome back to There's Chocolate on My Yoga Mat. In today's episode, we are still in our series about the yoga of food, and we're taking a look at um, how to use yoga in mindful eating. So the two go together really well. I was going to say like peanut butter and jelly. So they go together very, very well. Yoga helps you to really develop that mind-body connection that will serve you when you go to make all of those food choices that you make throughout the day. So I read once that we make like 250 food choices in a day. And I thought, wow, that is way more than I make. And then when you start to break it down, am I hungry? What do I want? Do I want to put ketchup on my fries? And all of that, it really does add up. You do end up making a lot of choices every single day. And that can be overwhelming. So if you have a deeper connection with what your body needs, it's going to kind of like a capsule wardrobe, right? Where you, you know, you know what you need. You have uh, three or four different versions of the same thing and you just go with that for your clothes, it kind of works like that with your food. So if you have your standard kind of meal plan and you have your go-tos for breakfast, you have your go-tos for lunch and dinner, the only decisions that you're really going to have to make are going to be around when you're hungry and what do you really need right now. So very, very different needs if you're spending the day on the couch, uh, you know, say it's Netflix and chill day. Maybe it's a rainy, blustery day and you're not doing anything anyway. You don't have to go to work. You don't have to leave the house. So you've committed to doing a heck of a lot of nothing. So instinctively, you might think, oh, well, this is a great day to pile in all kinds of junk food. I'm going to have some popcorn and then I'm going to follow that up with some ice cream and whatever. And come to the end of the day, you're feeling bloated and more tired and probably not feeling as rested and ready to move about your life as you were at the beginning of your day. However, if you have honed the practice of listening to your body, you'll know that sitting down on the couch doing nothing for the entire day and just piling in calories is just going to leave you feeling bloated and deflated and exhausted, then you'll make better choices 
throughout that day. Not to say you're not going to snack while you're watching whatever it is that you're watching, catching up on the latest Bridgerton, uh, but you're definitely going to be more aware and it's going to serve you in the long run. So we're going to take a look at exactly how this works and who is this for? So this is for basically anyone that struggles to make decisions around food. Basically, anyone can do these practices. You are completely capable of tuning into what your body is telling you, even if you've never stepped foot on a yoga mat. Uh, but the practice that you do on the yoga mat is absolutely going to help you. But you could do things like journal writing or meditation and really get the same kind of outcome. So you're not limited by whether or not you're getting on the yoga mat. This is also for people who maybe um, are playing around with intermittent fasting or, you know, um, the difference between those five or six small meals a day or just three meals a day, um, whether you should eat late at night. So if you are somebody that, you know, your day starts pretty late and it goes pretty long, you might not be a breakfast person. So that traditional have to eat breakfast, uh, you know, dogma doesn't really work for you, right? So thinking about what it is that you need and listening to what your body is telling you as a result of these things, it's going to help you to make your decisions down the line. Perhaps you're somebody who has come from the Weight Watchers generation and you have learned to measure everything. And that's okay. If measuring is your jam and you feel comfortable doing it and it works for you, perfect. But most of us don't enjoy always having to measure. It really limits when you can go out to eat. It limits uh, foods that don't have clear measurement guides. So sometimes you just don't know, right? So like if you have a casserole, what am I, how am I supposed to measure that? It's got protein and noodles or whatever it has in it. Everything's all mixed together in the sauce. How do you know what to measure? So that can be really confusing too. So there are a lot of reasons why you might want to be able to tune into your body more so that you can kind of break free from rules and limiting things like measuring and schedules and all of that. So in the work that I do, I teach my clients how to intuitively manage their portions. And we do this by tapping into when you're hungry and when you're full. We also look at eating at the right times. And again, we tap into the body and learn about what energizes us and what depletes us and what makes us have a better workout or what do we need on a weekend when we're feeling blue, you know? So tapping into the when and the what is going to be a real win for you. And I help women do this every single day when we are learning about mindful eating. It's literally just taking yoga off of your mat and applying it to your life. And the better you get at this and the more uh, you tune in to what your body is telling you, you're actually working to balance key hormones naturally. So you're working to balance stress hormones. You're working to balance hormones that regulate when you store fat and when your metabolism is a little faster. You're regulating hormones through feedback. 
So there are a lot of studies out there that show that this is totally possible. So when I'm talking about balancing hormones, I'm talking about the key hormones for metabolism, the key hormones that are going to help you feel energized and have great workouts and, you know, uplift your mood and store fat and burn fat and all of those that really matter, right? So we're talking about the important balance that we can find. So let's dig into the life lesson we learned from our yoga mat. We learn to hear the things that our body is telling us. And it takes time and it takes practice. And that's where yoga comes in really handy. So as you're moving through your practice, you might notice things like, on the surface, you might notice things like, oh, that hurts when I do it. Or yeah, my knee doesn't go that way. Or I can absolutely do this, but looking around the room, I see that not everybody can do this. So that's a win, right? It's actually your ego talking there, but you know, these are the thoughts that are going through our mind. When is Shavasana? How long does this class last? Uh, when did I eat last? Because I'm really feeling kind of hungry. When you're actually on the mat, unless you're making a really conscious effort, you have all of these thoughts. If you hone in on what is happening in your physical body, it's another step towards helping you be more mindful when you're eating. So really paying attention, right? What does it feel like when you step from, uh, I don't know, downward facing dog into your low lunge, right? So is it a bit of a struggle? Do you have some creaky joints? Are you completely dreading this because you know that you tweaked your toe last week and it's going to hurt? Whatever it is, right? So tuning into your body that gets you in the practice of learning to hear what your physical body is saying. This is very helpful when you're learning to hear whether or not you're hungry or whether or not you're full, which as I teach in all of my programs, I teach that if we want to really maximize our relationship and our experiences with food, we have to connect to it. Because if you're not connected to it, it's just another... It's just another function that we do through the day, right? We could check it off as a chore. Breakfast, check, done. But if we've really enjoyed whatever that breakfast choice was, now it becomes an experience. And now you're really tuning into what you're getting from that food and what you're getting from that experience and how it shows up in your body. As we move through our practice and we get more familiar, whether, like I said, it could be your physical yoga practice where you're moving through the shapes, we call that the asana, or if you're doing a journal writing practice and you're taking time to, you know, kind of explore what's going on with you and what you need and, and really using that time to check in with your body. That's fabulous. That helps too. Or it might be a meditation practice where, you know, you're really tuning in. So whatever, whatever the method is or the mode is, they all work. And then you can take it a little bit deeper. So there's that surface level where we're kind of tuning into what's going on to your, into your body and then take it deeper into that mood and the self-talk and what is really showing up for you in your practice and what is really showing up for you then with your food. So if you're always reaching for food when you're depressed, right? And emotional eating. And I hear about emotional eating all the time. I feel like probably most of us struggle with this a little bit. And you know that 
well, I'm in a bad mood, so I'm just going to go in the house and I'm going to eat my way through the evening and forget about it and start over from scratch tomorrow. So that's a deeper level, right? You need something there and your your body needs some kind of comfort, needs some kind of release from this uh, stress or anger or this emotion. And what your mind tells you is going to fill that is food, right? Because for whatever reason, you've associated the junk food with feeling better, feeling happier. And that's normal. We all do it, right? Uh, But there's another way. When you learn what triggers you, you can learn how to substitute things that aren't going to serve you. Because in reality, when you are angry and you binge eat all of the sugar-containing foods in your cabinet, you know, that's why I don't keep Oreos, friends. If you binge eat all of the junk food, how do you feel at the end? Do you feel any better? Probably not. Now you just feel guilty on top of everything else. But what if you could recognize that, you could recognize that need to emotionally eat, and instead of indulging in 73 Oreos in the next two hours, instead of doing that, you do something that's going to uplift you. Maybe you go for a walk on the beach if you happen to have one, or maybe you call a friend or take the dog out for a run or whatever it might be, right? So if you find something that's going to stop that thought and then refocus you and uplift you, you'll get a lot further. So these are the practices that we do on the mat when we're learning to listen to those inner voices. And then we learn to stop those inner voices and then let them go. So we're going to talk about that next week in part three, but this is, you know, you have to be here before you can get there. So you, last week we learned about building awareness. And if you didn't listen to that episode, go back because that's really part number one. You want to build awareness of what's going on with your body so that now we can start to hear and listen to what our body is trying to tell us. Your body is going to tell us if you need energy. It's going to tell you if you need uh, to rest. It's going to tell you if you need calories because you're trying to heal from something or you have a a higher need. Uh, So your body is really going to give you the cues you need. You just need to listen. So as we take this practice off of our yoga mat or off of the journal writing or out of the meditation and we apply it to -to day-to-day living, it becomes easier each time you do it. So you really have to think about it at the beginning when you're first beginning to do this, but then as you do it more and more, it's going to become second nature and you won't even realize you're doing it. Over time, you're going to instinctively just make, oh, you know what? That is me just wanting that because I'm stressed out. So now you've created, I call it a comma in your eating, right? Creating that natural pause. Now you're creating a pause where you can make the decision. And it doesn't matter which way you go with that decision in the long run. It just matters that you've consciously made the decision. Sometimes you'll make a decision that serves you. Sometimes you'll make a decision that doesn't. And you'll learn from that too. So it's all about making kind of these choices along the way. When you're ready to put this into practice, we're going to learn how to hear your hunger and fullness cues. That's the first step, right? So over time, you learn these patterns and you learn to uh, kind of know how much is your correct portion. So those portions on the label, yeah, they're a good guide, but they're not developed for you. They were developed in a lab by what a quote unquote 
reasonable person eats in one sitting. I call baloney on that because I don't know any single person that only eats two Oreos in a sitting, you guys. There is no single person that considers two Oreos one serving. So that is total baloney. But that's what they tell me is what a serving size comes from. So I guess I'm just not a reasonable person. All right, back to what we were doing. So we are going to practice learning when we are hungry and learning when we are full. And this is a super simple in concept practice, but for a lot of us, it's really, really challenging. And this is kind of the first step, right? What does hunger feel like to you? First, you have to know that. So take a few minutes, think about it. What do you feel like? Do you have a rumbling in your stomach? Do you feel lightheaded? Um, do you get headaches? I have asked people throughout my career and I have heard so many different versions of what hunger means to different people. It's amazing the things, like some people are so in tune with their body, they can feel their blood pressure change. Some people uh, feel their blood sugar dip. Others uh, can't really feel anything at all and they just don't know when they're hungry and they just don't know when they're full. So a lot of that is just getting into practice, learning when and what it feels like for you. That's what you're looking at this week. If you're going to practice the yoga of food, you're going to practice learning, am I hungry? What do I need right now? And am I full? So over the course of any meal, before you start, just ask yourself, am I hungry? Or even when you're getting ready for a meal or you know it's about time for one, am I hungry, yes or no? And then as you're eating, Notice when you start to feel full, just paying attention, right? So this really requires that you're not doing it in front of the TV or your work computer or wherever you might be. This really requires that you're paying attention, but really noticing when you start to feel full and then stop eating. And then notice when you start to get hungry for the next time again. So that's all you have to do to start to listen to your body is asking yourself, am I hungry? Am I full? And maybe if you want to toss a bonus question in there, what do I need right now? Easy peasy questions. So last week we looked at awareness. You can stack that on top of it, just noticing how you're feeling, noticing where, you know, when you need to eat, noticing what it feels like when you eat certain foods. And then you practice learning to listen to your body for when you're hungry and when you're full. And next week, we're going to learn to let shit go. All right, my friends. So that's it. Go and put this into practice. Your life lesson is that your yoga mat is going to help you tune in and listen to your body. And you're going to put that in practice when you ask yourself, am I hungry? And when am I full? Simple, easy peasy. And then next week, we're going to look at the third step in the yoga of food, and we're going to look at how to let shit go. All right, my friends, that's all I have for this week. I will talk to you again soon.